Welcome to Stop Raising Einstein. Your host, Tara Kennedy Klein, is out to dispel that myth of the perfect child and encourage parents to let them out of the box. Each child is unique, and this show is just the place to stand up and shout out that fact that children need to be raised to discover their own unique brilliance. So right now, join the queen of accountability who advocates positive parenting and unique education for spirited children. Here is your host, Tara Kennedy Klein. Parent Nation, welcome to Stop Raising Einstein. I'm your host, Tara Kennedy Klein, and I am uh, I'm enjoying a snow day here in uh, Pennsylvania today. So <laughs> it's my my husband is home, and my kids are home, and everybody's in my home, which is also where my studio is. So this is going to be quite an interesting show, I think. <laughs> but it's uh, it's kind of appropriate for the guests that I have on today. I. Um, normally I would go into a rant about something that's going on in the world today and how it's affecting me. And um, honestly, I really don't need to do that today because this time of year, you know, we're coming into the Christmas season and I'm seeing a lot of people getting into one of two phases in life. They're either experiencing the joy and giving and happiness of the holidays or they're experiencing the disappointment and the letdown and the gloom and doom of the gray and the cold and everything that we allow to get to us at this time of year. And I posted something on Facebook the other day because I was seeing so much of both. And, you know, I'm in the toy business, so I work with charitable organizations at the holidays. And really, that's that's kind of my joy. I don't get to I don't get to do a lot of the traditional holiday stuff with my family that some people get to do because my business consumes me at this time of year. But what I do provides so much joy to people who wouldn't normally get it that it works for me. Um and my kids appreciate it and my family appreciates it. And so I'm I'm hearing a lot of the the happiness on one side and a lot of the sadness on another and I think at this time of year it's really easy to get mired down and bogged down with the to-do list and the wish list, you know, I wish I had this and I want that and listening to kids seeing everything on television and deciding that that's the one thing that they need to make them happy and we forget so often the things that we already have. You know, if you take a step back from your life and and you look at all the things that are going wrong and all the things that you wish you had and all the things that you wish were going differently and all the things that you wish you didn't have to deal with, if you took a step back and realized all the things that you do have and what your life would look like without the people that are in your life and the things that you've been blessed with, um, I, I think you'd be a lot happier and a lot more content. You know, my husband posted on there and said the one thing that we forget this time of year that's so much more important than the materialistic stuff is our time. And it's not so much about the presence, but about the presence. And uh, so I am so thrilled to have my guest on today, who is uh, such a dear friend. Um, I met him at a media event, and he handed me this token, and it looked like one of those things that the people hand out called the round to it. <laughs> and I looked at it, and I thought, what the heck is this? And um, it was a happy face on one side and a sad face on the other side, and he said, it all comes down to two choices. 
And I thought, you know, this time of year and everything that's going on in the world right now, what a perfect message to be sharing. And uh, I couldn't wait to have him on a show. His name is Rico Rakoski, and he is a motivational expert, a choice expert, which I absolutely love. Um, the thing I really adore about him is he is, uh, so many of the things that I have always admired. He is an airline pilot, which I find completely fascinating because I've always wanted to travel, and I think that would be a great job. And uh, he's also an Olympic hopeful. I've always been into sports and that sort of thing. And he is a he was a F-16 fighter pilot, which, you know, like Top Gun, we all think that's really awesome. And um, he's also a life coach. And he, he wrote a kids books and he wrote a book called Just Two Choices which um when I talked to him and and really sat down and listened to what he had to say really had an impact on my life and um it it's kind of how I've been making decisions ever since I met him so I'm so thrilled that he could be on the show today Rico are you there Hello. Hey how are you <laughs> You have me blushing on this end. You have me blushing. Oh, sorry. It's good though. Well, thank you. Great to great to hear your voice. And uh, I'm a fellow Pennsylvanian, even though I live in Colorado. So. Um, oh my gosh, what does Colorado got to look like right now? You know, it's didn't look at all like Philadelphia and your part of the planet. We uh, we just had sub-zero weather for about a week, some Arctic stuff, and I was watching the weather as it came through Philly and stuff, and uh, looks like y'all got some pretty good, pretty good moisture, I'll put it. We're getting it right now, man. I'm looking out the window. It is a winter wonderland outside. <clears throat> well, and it's enjoy. so cool. Rico, I know, it's beautiful. I, I just, I, when I talk about the blessings, seriously, like some people would look out my office window and go, oh my God, there's so much out there to clean up and yeah. look at that mess and look at all. And I look out there and I go, oh, it's like so beautiful. It's so gorgeous. You know, and then I see the cardinal sitting on the tree branch, and it's just like so bright against all the white, and it's just it's so beautiful. And I'm I, I'm uh, I'm blessed. <laughs> but you see, but so, but you know, you're all of it is just two choices. You know, I was listening to your introduction here, and you talk about the the myth of raising the perfect child, and you talk about being positive. You know, just two choices. Here are the here are the three just two choices things you talked about many, but here are the three that I wrote down immediately. You talked about being positive or ranting. You know, in every moment you have just two choices, and there is only this present moment. And so, you know, are you going to focus on the positive or are you going to rant? You know, uh, another one you talked about was joy and giving, or are you going to be disappointed? I mean, happiness, as I perceive it, when you when you understand that life is a choice, and so much of life is, a, well, it all is a cho- it's all a choice, that you understand that we can choose to be melancholy or disappointed, or we can learn how to create a new habit. And how to feel the joy and giving and appreciation. It's just a habit. As I see it, happiness or disappointment is a habit. Um, the other one you talked about where you could say we could be blessed. We could talk about presence uh, versus the presence, T-S. Mm-hmm. Or she didn't have to deal with a lot of stuff. And life is nothing but a binary sequence. Why? Because the mind has to work that way. This conversation is all binary. It's nothing but zeros and ones going through a computer that sequences it into our voice you know, into this radio session, uh, into the beautiful color screen you have on your computer. It's all just zeros and ones. And magically, that models exactly what life is with regard to when we're aware of the power of the choice that we have in the present moment or in your presence. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Thanks for bringing that up because it's, 
you know, sometimes we just speak. I, I get so, um, sometimes I get a little self-conscious because I feel like I'm speaking just to be heard. But mm-hmm. I look at it like I'm speaking to make a difference. No, that's you know? true. And so if what, we, if what we say and what we accomplish in, in just our words in an hour's time can help change somebody's viewpoint, then mm-hmm. what a gift. <laughs> and I gotta tell you, Go ahead. I gotta tell you, Rico, the, the that little token that you gave me was such a gift. You know, you gave me the book and, and all of that stuff, but that talisman that I can carry with me, and when I'm standing there and I'm faced with a situation where I have to decide, you know, how am I gonna look at this, or how what am I gonna do here, what direction, or what path am I gonna take? You know, just having that that trinket that I can look at and go, I can make a positive choice or I can make a negative choice. It's really right. up to me right now. Well, with that token, you know, it's interesting, Tara, with that token, as I tell people, including myself, I mean, I, I'm out on a trip right now flying. I'm out in California and um, ah. in my pocket every day, I have a Just Two Choices token. But it's just for me to remind myself that in every moment when I'm, working with uh, different things on my flying or in people that I interact with in the airport or anywhere I am, I keep that in my pocket. And, you know, it just reminds me that my response to whatever situation is in front of me, I have two choices in terms of how I'm going to respond. And as you know, some people can, at times you meet in your life, can be a challenge as to whether how positive you're going to respond or if you're going to respond in a different way. But it was just a habit. It's a choice of a habit. And I have two things I'd like to add if whenever it fits into your your questions, but if, if, um, if I could mention just one of them, Tara, yeah. it's that our, our language doesn't, we don't use the word choice in our language as a verb. And if you want to have a choice revolution in your life, and this includes me, I do not exclude myself from any of this stuff, you know, all you have to do is start every sentence and practice saying, I choose to, those three words, you can have a choice revolution. I choose to eat this particular food. I choose to to go back into the old way of doing this relationship, or I choose to um, looking at this relationship from a new point of view. I choose to look outside this window and say, man, this snow is terrible, or I choose to look outside the window and say, man, this is awesome. I can really, really appreciate how, you know, just the freshness of the air. But, um, but our language doesn't support that. We say things like I will, or I intend to, or I desire to. But the thing is, the word that precedes the word desire to, or that I will, is I choose to do something. Choice. It's, it's out of our language. It just hasn't been incorporated yet. And that's the choice revolution that we can bring to ourselves and bring to our family and bring to our kids. So thank you. Wow. You know what's amazing to me, Rico, is I've realized in, in just listening to you speak that one of the one of the words that has pretty much damaged more relationships and situations that I can think of is I want. <laughs> you know, how amazing would it be if we stopped saying I want and start saying I choose? Feel the ownership in that. Can you feel the vibrational? You know, the book's about vibration, too. It's about choice of vibration. But, but feel the vibrational difference between saying, I want something, and, and saying, um, I choose to. Man, you got to own every bit of your life, and you're taking that other person, you know, you're, you're taking whatever spin you might be trying to project onto somebody else. You're taking them right out of that loop, you know, and you're owning it. And that's, imagine how much we could clean up in life. 
if we just took, and I don't say responsibility, I like the word ownership, if we just owned our choices, you know? Wow. I love that. Oh, my gosh. We're going to go to break in like 15 seconds here. But when we come back, I want to expand on that a little bit, Rico, because you talk about the just two choices. But it seems like for a lot of us, and I'm sure a lot of people listening, they would say, you know what, when it comes right down to it, there's a lot more than just two choices and some of the things that I have to deal with in my life. And um, I think it's really important to understand what you're talking about when you say just two choices. So we'll talk about that when we come back from this break. Stay tuned for more of the show. Tara, the self-proclaimed queen of accountability, loudly advocates positive parenting and unique education for spirited children. She wants to help you shout out the fact that children need to be raised to discover their own unique brilliance. We'll be right back. Are you looking for something more in your life or business? More success, more stability, more happiness? It's all out there waiting for you, but it doesn't just happen. You've got to go get it. Make it happen with Michelle McCullough, where motivation and strategy intersect. Michelle is a serial entrepreneur, acclaimed speaker, and the WooHoo Radio Network's resident business and success strategist. Michelle has the smart strategies and experience to help you improve your life and take your business to the next level. You've got big dreams. You've got big vision. Now it's time for you to make it happen. It's not just time for a change, is it? It's much bigger than that. Can you feel it? It's time for a transfer. Will you now imagine that you can and will transform your life? Will you suspend your disbelief and imagine that all things are not just possible, but probable? Imagine that you will meet guides, mentors, and trusted friends who believe in you, hold your hand as they point the way, and teach you to trust your own wisdom. The first of these friends is spiritual girlfriend Gail Carruthers. Gail will show you how to believe. Believe your perfect divine wisdom will reveal your worthiness. Believe that knowing your power will open your boundless courage. Courage to live consciously, fearlessly, and joyfully. And then know, know all these things are already here and waiting for you to bring them into your divine life. She is here to help you discover, believe, and know. So join Gail, your spiritual girlfriend, every Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to the show. Tara's passion and purpose is to redirect parents who are frustrated trying to raise the perfect child in an imperfect world and encourage them to discover the unique brilliance in their children in themselves, even on those days where they wonder why they ever had kids in the first place. Here she is, Tara Kennedy Klein. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I am so excited to be interviewing my dear friend and brilliant author and choice expert, Rico Rakowski. And before the break, we were talking about lots and lots of stuff. But one of the things that you mentioned was um, how people can say, I choose to, instead of um, a lot of other terms that we use 
um, I don't want to, or I can't, or I won't, or I want, or <laughs> I must. Right. You know, and and I I love that I love the whole taking ownership thing. You know, when you can look someone in the face and say, "I choose to do this right now," I think yeah. the power of those words coming out of your mouth could change the direction of what you're deciding to do in that yeah. moment, Rico. Yeah, it's and it's um it's it's really um, vibrationally, you know, it's it's really clean. You know, here's here's another good example. Actually, there were two of them on the commercials uh, of examples of how we skip over the word choice. We don't say "I choose to." You know, it's, you know, that we talk about um, you will learn how to believe or you learn how to know that it's all there. You choose to know that it's all there. You know, choose to believe in yourself. I choose to believe in myself. We don't preface the, if we, we, of course, we would overuse the word choice, but we leave it out of the language. And so we, we have this, which led into the commercial, we have this impression that we don't have as many choices or there are more than two choices. I'm in a hotel room right now, and there's a sign that says here, a two, $200 will be charged... Uh, will be charged to your credit card for smoking in this room. Now, you know, it sounds fair, right? It's a mm-hmm. non-smoking, a 200. But look, there's no choice in there. Really, the way that the more accurate ownership is, management of this hotel has chosen, has made the choice to charge you $200 if you choose to smoke in this room. So you see, when you add the word choice to it, now you have ownership. Ownership, the management of the hotel wow. has chosen. It's not mysterious. There's no mysterious force out here saying, ooh, we're going to grab you. It's the management of this hotel, and I don't disagree with that. I'm just saying that right. we our choice. So you see, we lull ourselves into, we hypnotize ourselves into think that we don't have choice. It's everywhere. And so, I mean, this, this aspect of, of not using the word choice, and therefore we don't think we have choices, we've hypnotized ourselves into this illusion when actually, in reality, it's all choice. I mean, obviously, I'm having just two choices have to talk about that subject i could have talked about another subject so it's here it's right in front of our noses all the time thank you you know what's amazing to me i'm thinking of because i always go back to my coaching clients and and the stories that i hear and it's it's really kind of amazing to me because i've started implementing this without even realizing it um but when i hear a parent saying or a child saying um you know they they said that I ruined their whole day because I made a mistake or blah, blah, blah. Could you imagine the impact as a parent? Now, because you know that I like to put the responsibility out back on the parents, right? Could you imagine as a parent looking at your child and saying, I'm choosing to let this moment ruin our entire day together? That's correct. Take ownership wow. instead of Look what that would change to the world, to the world. You know, just think of, I'm Italian. I'm half Italian. Think of all the Italian moms who didn't project anymore and this goes for every culture and i'm just for those italians that are out there it's not meant to be offended you know i know how my mom does stuff. <laughs> god bless it you know the stuff italian mom can lay on you is pretty heavy sometimes but um, imagine if we were able to now shake that in every culture and not just with mothers but with any relationship to say i'm not going to project onto you why i don't feel comfortable i don't feel comfortable because i'm choosing not to feel comfortable because i don't know how to adjust to this situation and um, again, it's, it's a new learned skill, and that's why I call it the choice revolution, because we're, it's a revolution. We're waking up to the fact that we're beyond self-help. We're beyond you know, reading books on health, self-help. It's down, to, it's down to choice, Tara. I mean, it's just if you can't find it on YouTube in terms of how to, you know, everything from remodeling your kitchen to sewing, then you're just not making a choice to look for the information. You know what I mean? It's choice. Mm-hmm. It's a choice. 
And and what a brilliant tool to give to children. You know, uh, we our son was in Spanish class. He was having a hard time in Spanish class. The teacher of the Spanish class chose not to use the book because she didn't like the way it was laid out. But yeah. when in making that decision for the kids, when making they had choice. to find something, right, mm-hmm. when she made that choice for those kids, yep. um, then she took away a very valuable research tool for them. She took a, a very valuable resource away from them because... Our son was trying to find a certain word, and we were like, well, get your book. I don't use my book. We don't use the book. So we went online and looked up the book online, found their textbook online, and then showed him in the, where he could look in the glossary to find the information that he needed. Wow. When, when we take away choices, we take away opportunities. And I think we forget that a lot. Well, that, you know, that's when true. we make a blanket choice for an entire group of people, we're taking away opportunities for them to learn things and figure things out on their own, too. And, and I, I agree. And the other part to, to, to throw into there, Tara, too, is like uh, Wayne Dyer talks about, you know, you know, you know, you, we have the choice to look at everything that happens to us as either an opportunity to grow or an obstacle to keep us from growing. You know, we get to make that mm-hmm. choice. And so that's how we work our way through it. And, you know, that's a great lead-in to the thought here, Tara, that, that we, don't, we didn't get into these habits of doing these things. Life is a habit. It's a, just two, it's a habit created by, in every moment, just two choices. And so we're, the things that we, we're doing that we don't like doing, you know, like lose, not knowing where we put our car keys consistently or, you know, um, not remembering where things are uh, because we didn't make a conscious effort to do that, those are just habits. And how's a habit created? It's created by choice. And, and it's created by incremental choice. You know, it's just like trying to be like an Olympic athlete or any, any, anything we want to do. It's an incremental learning process. It's not going to happen overnight. And so um, one of my favorite just two choices option, and I have like a dozen of them that somebody could download off the website. Um, I call them choice trackers. My favorite one is you, choice number one is to tell your new story. Choice number two is to keep telling your old story, which goes back to your word rant, which I like the word rant. You know, um, <laughs> what are you going to do in every moment? Are you going to are you going to rant or you can tell that old story of how life's not working, how this relationship sucks, how you don't have any money, or are you going to say, you know, there's a new opportunity out here. I don't know where it is right now, but I am looking for a new opportunity. I'm setting the course to find a new opportunity. Or are you going to, you know, continue to. To, to tell the old story. So it's just new story or old story. Which one are you going to do? So it's, you know, life is this incremental. I love that. Go ahead. I love that as a, as, a, as a dream coach, too, because vibrationally, when you continue to put out your negative, when you continue to put out your old story, that's what you're going to keep getting more of. Right. And, and then, you're, and then, and then my, my question sometimes comes to be, you know, I actually had a question on a on our, our radio interview um, a couple of months ago, and the gentleman says, um, "So, Rico, what are you going to tell somebody who says they're stuck?" And I I said, "Well, John, it, um, it seems to me you're only stuck <clears throat> once." He says, "What do you mean you're only stuck once?" I said, "Because if you know you're stuck, then your next choice would be I want to be unstuck." You know what I mean? Because once you know you're stuck and you're stuck, then the only other choice is to say, "I've got to find a way to be unstuck." And so if you tell me five minutes from now that you're stuck, then I'm going to say, dude, you're choosing to be stuck. That's not, you know, you're, you're, you're stuck on yourself choosing to be stuck. So how's that serving you? You know what I mean? And he goes, I could see where somebody would call you 
kind of a wise guy. He said, I'm not trying to be a wise guy. It's just that's how the process works. There are just two choices. And I can help somebody. You know, I think the best adage, uh, Tara, is to say, you know, you can take a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. And that's exactly what life is about. You can put something in the most simplest way in front of somebody, and you can say, do just two choices. And I can't make them. I can't make them make the positive choice. I can do everything I can, but at that final moment, every human being has to make that choice for himself or herself. And and if, if people say that's impossible to do, then I say, then listen to what you just said. You have just two choices from this moment forward. You said it's going to be impossible, or you're going to continue to tell your old story of it being impossible, or you can just start telling a new story that incrementally gets you out of that rut that you're in in that relationship or in that lack of financial abundance or in that career that's not working out for you or in that health issue that you're having. I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, it's, it, you know, speaking of Einstein, dear, you know, Einstein's, yeah, quote, you know, doing the same thing over and over again, you know, it's insanity to do the same yeah. thing over and over again. <laughs> the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results, right? Just two choices. That's all Einstein's saying. Just two choices. Tell your new story or tell your old story. But if you're if you're if you're not getting the results you want, and but you're, you know, it, you're the one who's making yourself insane because it's your choices. Thank you for letting you me. You know, in. Rico. I think I think for a lot of people, it comes down to we know that there's a positive choice, but sometimes that positive choice feels like giving up or giving in or letting someone else win. And if right. that's the thing that's keeping you from making that right choice, the fact that someone else might win, then you're choosing to be stuck. And here's how you here's how you can choose to get past it. It's real simple. And and peop, and and you you know you have the sheet that I sent you about the choice trackers for the Choice Revolution. There's 12 of them on that sheet, and you know people could download it off my website. They go to justtwochoices.com, and they could just carry it in their pocket and look at this thing all the time. But in a situation like that, which it, when we're first learning how to disengage from a relationship or a situation that has to do with right or wrong, you know, we want to be right. I go right to the A word of appreciation. So start to find something to appreciate about that person. It doesn't mean you're saying they're right. It's just what, what appreciation does. It's like this universal lubricant that helps you to disengage from a very tense situation. You know, I appreciate that this person is showing me how I don't want to be. Now, you're saying this in your head, or you could say it out loud, which could create a bit of a stir. But, you know, if you say in your head, you know, I appreciate right now that this person is showing me where I don't want to be. I appreciate right now that there's so much pain that I'm feeling that I want to feel good. I appreciate right now that that is becoming actually a motivating factor for me saying I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. And I'm going to find a way. I don't know how, but incrementally, I'm going to find a way to move ahead in my life versus to be continuing to tell my old story and be drugged down. So drugged down into the ditch. And so the word appreciation you can appreciate or not appreciate. And if you don't appreciate, if you choose, make the choice to not appreciate, you're going to find yourself stuck like flypaper to your hand, you know, trying to get rid exactly. of the situation. If you say, it's so true. And that's, it's so funny because that's one of the tools that we use in Stop Raising Einstein, too, when you're having a problem with someone, is to make a list of 25 things that you love, admire, respect, or appreciate about that person. So, I, I totally know the power of the tool that you just gave us. So thank you so much for that. I really hope people take advantage of it. When we come back, I want to talk about the two choices, the leveling the playing field for everyone with just two choices. I love that concept when we come back from this break. 
Stay tuned for more of the show. Tara, the self-proclaimed queen of accountability, loudly advocates positive parenting and unique education for spirited children. She wants to help you shout out the fact that children need to be raised to discover their own unique brilliance. We'll be right back. Listen, something is brewing. The beautiful business evolution is coming. The way we do business is about to change for the better forever. This is real business at its very best. On Beautiful Business Radio, you will learn what it means to truly prosper, how to nourish yourself and your business, how to earn what you deserve and make a difference in the world. The tide is rising. The change is here. Discover a new way to live, love, and partner with yourself and your business on Philippa Rollins Presents Beautiful Business Radio, where you matter and your business thrives every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. It's not just time for a change, is it? It's much bigger than that. Can you feel it? It's time for a transformation. Will you now imagine that you can and will transform your life? Will you suspend your disbelief and imagine that all things are not just possible, but probable? Imagine that you will meet guides, mentors, and trusted friends who believe in you, hold your hand as they point the way, and teach you to trust your own wisdom. The first of these friends is spiritual girlfriend, Gail Carruthers. Gail will show you how to believe. Believe your perfect divine wisdom will reveal your worthiness. Believe that knowing your power will open your boundless courage. Courage to live consciously, fearlessly, and joyfully. And then know, know all these things are already here and waiting for you to bring them into your divine life. She is here to help you discover, believe, and know. So join Gail, your spiritual girlfriend, every Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to the show. Tara's passion and purpose is to redirect parents who are frustrated trying to raise the perfect child in an imperfect world and encourage them to discover the unique brilliance in their children in themselves, even on those days where they wonder why they ever had kids in the first place. Here she is, Tara Kennedy Klein. everybody welcome back to the show if you are just joining us i am interviewing or speaking with my very dear friend rico ricosny from uh, sorry about <laughs> from just two choices i'm sorry about that rico i was looking at it, something else while i said your name that was really rude of me um it's ricosky not ricosny um but anyway i i wanted to talk to you about you you mentioned something about how just two choices can level the playing field for everyone. And right. a lot of, I have to tell you, this being a parenting show, I, yeah. I have two schools of thought that I deal with when it comes to parents. I have okay. the parents who 
want to want to have a level playing field with their kids and you know want their kids to experience joy and and openness and and choice and all of these things in their childhood so that they grow up to be independent respectful loving adults and then i have parents who don't want their children to have choices and don't want to be on a level playing field because they want to be authoritative and they want to raise happy responsible respectful adults <laughs> So, um, you so, see the problem I deal with. So, yeah. so when it comes to just two choices in parenting, I can see as a mom how it can make my life a thousand times easier if in any moment with my kids I can think I only have two choices here. Because, you know, A, I have ADD, so I very <laughs> rarely have just two choices about anything in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know that I do, but it doesn't always feel that way um, until I'm in the moment. And I always feel like I'm going in a thousand different directions with my kids, and I have to make a thousand different decisions in a split second. So for someone to say to me, all you have is two choices in any given moment, that sounds almost too simplistic. Well, why do you choose to continue to say to yourself? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not you personally. I mean, it, well, this you this can could be a smart ass with me, Rico. I'm cool with it. It's all good. Uh, Tara, <laughs> I love you to pieces. You just crack me up every time I think about you. I just laugh because I love your message and I love your, I love your passion for life. You just got me cracking up. Okay, so so are are you going to continue to tell the old story of how your ADD and how you can't. Uh, you have trouble dealing with this, or tell me what your new story is going to be right here, right now, so that you don't have to continue to go down this path of telling the old story of, of I have, um, of, I'm overwhelmed. What's your new story? Well, uh, since I've met you, Rico, my new story has been it's as easy as two choices in any situation. I don't have to be overwhelmed. All I you have don't. to be, yep. All I have to focus on in any moment are two choices. There are just two, and, and, there are, and there are just two. And if I could add, Tara, the thing that I found fascinating for this, as I learned about this too, um, was that um, I kind of put it for myself as I go through life. And I, I use this every day. I mean, it's just, just part of the process, and I laugh a lot at, with it. You know, there's a process of venting. Somebody cuts you off in traffic, and you go, you know, okay, you have two choices. You can be angry or you can you can you know, take a little hit on it and then move on with it and not get stuck on it. Then there's processing. You have a relationship. I had a fiance and um, things unraveled. And so, you know, it took a while to process it. In fact, there's some things in the book that are gifts that came out of that um, processing of the situation uh, and the relationship not working out. So just two choices. Look for the op- Consider that to be an obstacle or consider it to be an opportunity. And I look for the opportunity and uh, – there are some pages in the book that are written specifically that, from gifts that came from that opportunity. So that's processing. Then there's chronic, and that's the part where, you know, somebody's a chronic complainer. So that's kind of the way I look at the choice situation. You know, the thing that we were just talking about with regard to telling your new story here is, you know, it's a venting and it's a processing because I know your intention is to grow. Your intention is to, is to want to learn more so you can, you can approach situations with even more diplomacy than you already have. And so, you know, that's that's at your heart of doing things. And so um, I, I, that, I, that, I don't know if that will help the listeners or not when it comes to the just two choices. It's human to have to vent. But then we think about just sure. two choices. Sure, and I think that you can say too, Rico, I think it's very, it, it's very healthy and okay to say, you know what, right now I'm going to choose to be pissed off 
and then in a minute from now, I'm going to be okay with that. And I'm going to move on. Right now, I'm choosing to be mad, and that's okay, too. Because in another minute from now, whether it's the guy in the car next to me that I'm, you know, I'm going to curse under my breath and I'm going to get mad, and then when I finally get up next to him, I'm going to wave and smile. You know, those those are the choices that you can make in a split second that can either make or break your day. Well, and you can and, and, do the same thing with your kid, right? I can choose to be really, really mad right now, and I'm telling you that I'm choosing to be really, really mad about this right now, and I understand why you did it, and we can come back in a minute and we can talk about it. But right now, I'm just choosing to be mad. But look at look at the comp look at look at the look at the communication you just had with your child. I mean, I'm thinking about right. growing up my fa- five kids. I'm from a small coal mining town. Both of my fam- side of my family's coal miners. You know, back in Western Pennsylvania, and it's one of those things where. You don't know why necessarily why the, the parent is, although he, when you have five kids, Catholic and, you know, two years apart, <laughs> I guess you can figure it out. As, no, the kid, you can, you know, you can kind of imagine where the brain goes, but okay. <laughs> you put your hands up and you go, what? You know, what? what mom's? But it's a flip in thinking, you know, with regard to that. But look, look at the communication that you just gave that probably hardly anybody in the, in the, on the planet ever says, you says, I'm choosing to be angry or I'm choosing to be upset right now. The communication you gave to the child is, is very clear. I mean, if it, to me, it's, it's, it's like, oh, okay, moms or dads, they've made this choice to be upset and they're telling me that it's not going to last forever. You see, that doesn't, mm-hmm. it, that communication doesn't usually go that far. But look at the, to me anyway, that would be a very meaningful piece of communication. I'm choosing to be upset right now and I understand why you did it. You know, I'm choosing to be upset. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for something to appreciate here. And but well, let's reconnect it's, on that in a minute when I've calmed down. <laughs> well, no, but it's, it's the truth, though. I mean, how often do we look at our kids and go, oh, way to go. Great way to screw up the whole day. And you put all of that onus of your choosing to be angry on your child's shoulders. Right. You know, and they may not even know why they did what they did. But, right. you know, and, and that is a conversation that goes back to discipline and everything else for me. You know, you're choosing the way you want to react to any situation at any given time. True. And if your choice is to handle it badly, then own that. And I love the way you say that. I, I really think that's so important. And I think that that could change the dynamic for a lot of people in their relationships as, with their spouses, with their kids with their family, with their friends, with their coworkers, you know, it, it, it's, it's just such a brilliant, and I think it's, it's so brilliant. I, I think it's so simple that people don't see the brilliance in it, to be quite honest with Rico. Well, what's funny about that is that that's come up on, that came up on a sh- another show. A guy named Zeke says to me, he goes, he says, Rico, he goes, what are you going to say to somebody who says that this just two choices idea is, is too simple? And I said, Zeke, at the risk of sounding, like a wise guy, I'm going to say, well, they're just two choices. I said, you, you can make this, you can make life complicated or you can make it simple. It's up to you. I said, that's not my choice though. So Zeke, if you want to make, if you want to continue to say to yourself, and I know that it was just in the question, but if you want to continue to say to yourself, life is complicated, life is difficult, life is hard. If you want to keep telling that old story, go for it, man. And, and don't be surprised and why life is difficult and hard and it's not working for you because that's the choice you're making. It, it, you can't it, you can't expect a happy ending to an unhappy story if you keep telling the unhappy story. You got to start telling that new story. 
you got to start telling the new hap- the new story with a happy ending as opposed to continuing to to complain and tell the old story. You know, I, I would recommend to the listeners, and I, I have so much fun with this in my job. I feel so blessed to have this opportunity because, you know, I, on our airplanes, we carry about 145 people, and I have the opportunity to meet, you know, today I'm going to have the opportunity to meet uh, um, almost uh, – then make it uh, make it 150, make it almost 300 people, my new best friends, twice today, you know, flying to a couple of different cities. And I'm going to be able to greet people, and I'm going to be able to say say something like just two choices. I'll practice it, and I'll find something to compliment to people that I re- interact with, whether it's a fellow employee or it's a passenger. And notice the difference in the vibration when you compliment somebody. Say, oh, nice hair, or that's a nice outfit you have on, or, or you, you know, you make a joke with somebody. This goes back to that appreciation thing we talked about earlier. When you learn how to make your choice a choice that helps to uplift a situation, even in the most difficult situation, now you're really learning a skill that helps you to stay on your path in a positive way, to look for the opportunities. But as long as you continue, you or me or anybody continue to complain, why should we be surprised that life sucks? Because you keep saying life sucks. And it's like, and? And... As long as you say life sucks, I mean, are you as surprised? long as you keep saying it's going to keep happening, <laughs> you know. You know it's what's really a- funny about what you just said, Rico, is I I have a couple of people in my circle that um, one of the fun things or funny things that they do with their children is to point out the deficiencies, the faults, the you know the quirks in other people. Yeah. Like, instead of saying, oh, my gosh, look at that beautiful sweater that that woman has on, or, oh, my gosh, look at that baby's beautiful blue eyes, they'll go, oh, my gosh, did you see that guy's teeth? <laughs> and then they wonder, right? And then they wonder why their kids continue to see the negative in everything. Correct. Yeah. And, 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 um, and probably, um, just a guess on my part, but they probably wonder why sometimes other kids don't respond well to their kids because if their kids are, are chucking spears at somebody, I mean, who wants to have, you know, there's very few people who want to have spears chucked at them. I'd rather have a compliment chucked at me than a spear chucked at me and um, you know, a genuine compliment. And you're right. It is setting the stage for that habit pattern now for the children to start to look for imperfections in people rather than looking for uh, opportunities, looking for so many more expansive possibilities as opposed to, um, it's like a spiral, Tara, you know, at the top of a yeah. spiral, it, it's on the back of the book, the spirals on the back of the book. And if you have the book mm-hmm. there, just look at the cover and you'll see the spiral. When you compliment, when you appreciate, when you're kind to people, I mean, you're feeling it right now. When you have positive mind chatter, when you're thanking people, when you thank We're going to go to a break right now, Rico. But when we come back, we're going to finish that thought. Okay. When we come back from this break. Stay tuned for more of the show. Tara, the self-proclaimed queen of accountability, loudly advocates positive parenting and unique education for spirited children. She wants to help you shout out the fact that children need to be raised to discover their own unique brilliance. We'll be right back.
Radio Network presents the Diva Download with Tracy and Tasha. If you think Diva is all about attitude and drama, think again. The Diva Download is the premier online radio program where girls of all ages, shapes, sizes, and colors get together to redefine what it means to be a diva so that all girls can discover their inner diva and develop a healthy sense of self-worth and self-esteem. Being a true diva means you're diverse, involved, value-driven, and active. That's today's diva. If you want to celebrate the girl in your life through education, encouragement, empowerment, and entertainment, join us every week on Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and celebrate the essence of being a girl only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. It's not just time for a change, is it? It's much bigger than that. Can you feel it? It's time for a transformation. Will you now imagine that you can and will transform your life? Will you suspend your disbelief and imagine that all things are not just possible, but probable? Imagine that you will meet guides, mentors, and trusted friends who believe in you. Hold your hand as they point the way and teach you to trust your own wisdom. The first of these friends is spiritual girlfriend, Gail Carruthers. Gail will show you how to believe. Believe your perfect divine wisdom will reveal your worthiness. Believe that knowing your power will open your boundless courage. Courage to live consciously, fearlessly, and joyfully. And then know, know all these things are already here and waiting for you to bring them into your divine life. She is here to help you discover, believe, and know. So join Gail, your spiritual girlfriend, every Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to the show. Tara's passion and purpose is to redirect parents who are frustrated trying to raise the perfect child in an imperfect world and encourage them to discover the unique brilliance in their children in themselves, even on those days where they wonder why they ever had kids in the first place. Here she is, Tara Kennedy-Klein. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We are in the home stretch, and... Uh only have about 15 minutes left with my amazing guest today, Rico Rikoski, and we are talking about Just Two Choices. And before the break, Rico, you were talking about something that is, like, really, really dear to me, and that's that whole vibrational spiral that we put ourselves into with our language. And um, basically, I was just talking about some of the people in my circle who choose to look for the deficiencies in others um, and choose to poke fun and make fun and, and choose negative language when they're speaking to people that they either know or don't know um, or right. about people that they know or don't know, and they do this in front of their kids. And then you made a very, very good observation of, you know, how many of those people also complain about way, the way their kids are treated by other children, and it's a very true story. Um, why, why should I be surprised? You know, how different would it be if you, if you decided starting right now that um, you were going to do something like the the punch buggy game where you were going to look for anybody wearing purple 
Um, you know, it, it's not a negative thing. It's just something to help you observe other people without having a negative connotation tied to it. But even something as simple as shifting your focus of the way you see people can change the way people see you. Uh, well, it's 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 they're the, they're one and the same, you know. It's it's because we're all just vib we're vibrationally connected, you know. Terry, you brought up a, uh, a great point too, which is that you know this just two choices idea. It's everywhere, you know. From what it's, um, and we're talking about raising awareness here in terms of the topic of the way you just described it. But think about it, folks. A stop sign is just two choices. You're either going to stop, or you're going to roll through it, right? You know, sports <laughs> are just two choices, right? Think about it. It's everywhere. Yeah. You know, you're standing in line at the grocery store, and somebody comes up to you and says, Tara, it says, excuse me, are you in line? And you're going to say, just two choices, yes or no, right? Yes, I'm in line, or no, I'm not, right? If uh, your alarm clock gets, goes off, you either get up right away or you don't. Sports are all just two choices. I mean, there's no, there's no half point for a uh, – there's no half touchdown. There's no half field goal in football. There's no half goal in hockey. You're either inbounds or out of bounds, Right. Just your choices are everywhere. And if I could walk people through real quick, Tara, you, before, because it ties into this, this idea of what you put out comes back to you. Um, um, if, if you'll picture, if people would just picture in their minds a spiral, and the bottom of the spiral, the spiral, the tight part of the spiral is down at the bottom, like on your desk or on your hand, and it goes up toward your head and expands toward the sky. Tara, let me, let me, let me please say to you that I really appreciate um, how much you have positive talk on your show. I really appreciate how kind you are to people. You know, and, and I'm being, I mean this from the heart, Tara. I appreciate how much you choose to have life, to help parents to redirect things and to have ease and flow and joy. You know what else I appreciate about you, Tara, is that you make things happen. And not only that, but you give your focus and your attention on what you want. You know, put it anywhere else. And you talk about things that you want to have happen in your life and how to create new habits. And you tell your new story. Now, notice where your vibration went. I, I, I would think that it expanded a little bit. <laughs> would be my... Yeah. Expanded but, but, a lot, actually. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and I mean, if I meant all those from the heart. But going back to those people who make negative comments consistently, these snide comments on the side, they choose to do that, and it's habitual. They are people who don't appreciate, they don't say thank you, they don't compliment, they're less than kind, they have negative mind chatter, they choose resistance, they choose to be stuck, they keep telling their old story, they keep the saying, life isn't about being happy, they keep making excuses. Now notice where your vibration goes. It goes right back down into the bottom of the... And so I don't want to spend time there. I'm going to go back to... To, to the terror that I know uh, who's passionate about life and who's happy. Now, just feel in that conversation, feel just in those couple of moments I just talked about um, your positive mind chatter and I love your attitude and how happy you are and how you make things happen. Now your vibration is uplifted. And our listeners could practice this by just complimenting somebody sometime, saying thank you and watching the response. Even if it's something that's very simple, you're at a fast food place and you look the person in the eye who's serving you and you say, hey, thanks a lot, man. I really appreciate that. Or, you know, thanks for getting me that drink or thanks for doing this or that. And start to feel the power that's in your choice to, to raise the vibration of the situation because it's inescapable. It's unavoidable. Choice is avoidable. Our cells have to make choices. Everything's about just two choices. It's binary, and you can have a boatload of fun with it. And I'm so blessed and appreciative that 
we're able to talk about this. So thanks for letting me rant about my rant in a positive way. <laughs> I like a good positive rant, Rico. It works. It works. You know, it's so funny. One, one of the things that you said um, about saying I appreciate or thank you for doing that or I appreciate that you've done that, one of the things that I find a lot is they people are trying to change the way parents talk to their kids and um, trying to take away some of the old beliefs about what we're supposed to do and create these new beliefs, and there's a lot of resistance around that. And one of the things that the experts, I, I guess I'm supposed to lump myself in there, but nobody's really gotten parenting right enough to be called an expert yet, so I just kind of keep myself out of that title. But one of the things that the experts tell us is that we're not supposed to give our kids attaboys or say, good job, or say, oh, that was great. We're supposed to specifically point out what, it, what they did that was good. Thank you for washing and putting away the dishes. That really helped me. I appreciate it. Is different than walking in the house and go, great job today. Or, yeah. wow, I'm really proud of you. Or, you know, because when we make it that um, generic, it doesn't right. have the same impact as when you look someone in the face and say, thank you for doing this thing, I appreciate it. Or thank you for doing this thing, it made my life easier. Because those are the kind of words, that's the kind of vibrational language that makes right. people want to do those things for you again and again and again. And, and, and what a surprise, too, Tara, when you say I appreciate those kind of things, how it opens up the space, like the top of the spiral, it opens up the space for more great things to come in, you know, like I could yeah. add too, you know, it's it, uh, in in relationships, it's love and appreciate. It, to me, if you were to say to your to in relationships that we have, you know, whether it's with your parents or it's with anybody really, I love and appreciate you. It's it's so huge. I, I find myself watching my mom smile all the time because I tell her I say I love you and she'll say I love you and I'll say I, I, I appreciate you mom I really appreciate you and, and I appreciate the skills that you gave me and it just shifts the whole vibration to a, it, it, right. it takes it to an upper it takes it to another level and that's what you're saying with your kids I, as I hear you Terry you're going like hey I appreciate that you did the dishes I appreciate that I appreciate that you made it easy to get everybody in the car here and get off to sports you know right Yes, instead of simply, like, I love you is very powerful. I don't want to diminish the phrase, I love you. But as my husband says, it's just words if there's nothing behind it. Right. And, but to say to your mom, I love you, and I appreciate the skills that you've given me, or I appreciate the morals that you've given me, or I appreciate the lessons that you've taught me, that puts it into a whole different place. Um, and, you know, just the power of words, and another example of the power of words, our son... I have a, our youngest son is on the autism spectrum, and so we have IEP meetings. And there are some teachers who just don't believe in IEPs. They don't believe that children should be diagnosed on the level that they are. And my son has progressed to the point where they no longer see him as an exceptional child with autism. They see him as a difficult child who's brilliant mm -hmm. because he's gotten himself to that level. And I got an email yesterday from one of his teachers, and he said, I think this whole being hard on him thing is really working. Ooh. And when I emailed him back, because that to me is such negative language, and right. when I emailed him back, I said, I appreciate that you're holding him accountable as we discussed in the meeting. Exactly. Because being hard on him and holding him accountable are two very, very different things. 
yeah, they're two very different vibrations. It's like I love your wording. You know, you talk about unique brilliance, and you talk about redirect parenting. You know, re- redirect. I mean, it's it's about the vibration, and of course, every word is a vibration. And and I agree with you 100. percent It's it's the way it's said and that can really help shift things um, vibrationally in terms of cooperation or less cooperation. I agree. And you said something about happiness, about the people, um, people saying like, what is you, we can't be happy all the time, or it's not all about happiness. Um, In two minutes, tell me what that means. Well, I'll I'll just say to the person, hey, there's just two choices. If you're telling me that you can't be happy all the time, then don't complain to me why you're not happy. Because you're you're (laughs) telling me you're making the choice not to be happy. So why is that my problem? I mean, you know, it sounds like I'm being a wise guy on this, and I'm, I'm, I'm intentionally <laughs> taking it to that level. But when someone gets chronic with, I'm not happy, I'm not happy, then, then, then you're not making the choice to be happy. Well, what's there to be happy about? Well, let's try. You're, you're not making an effort to be happy. I'll show you how to be happy. I'll show you how to incrementally make those happy choices. But you have to make the choice to go along and play with me on this, because if you don't, then don't complain to me that you're not happy because you're choosing to tell me that you're not happy. So we're just back to the beginning of the discussion we just had, you know, and it's a circular, it's a circular thing that comes back to ownership as I see it. Wow. That's so true, Rico. And I want to, we only have like a minute left in the show and you have so much to say on your website. I want to make sure that everybody has the opportunity to connect with you and see all that great information that you have and buy your book and all the things that they should be doing (laughs) to increase their happiness quotient. So where can we reach you? Uh, www.just2choices.com. And when you go there, you can get a free download uh, about this choice revolution. There's a dozen of these what I call choice trackers that we talked about today that you can look at and reference. Put them in your back pocket, carry them, use them at work, use them at play, and go raise your vibration by making the positive choice, your choice number one, to always to be happy to tell your new story, to create the new habits, to make it happen, to give your attention to only what you want as opposed to, you know, the opposite. And just and live Absolutely. that amazing life because it's a choice. You know, I oh, choose to thank start. Thank you so much, Rico. I appreciate you so much. And thank you for being such a wonderful guest today. And for everybody else who's listening, just choose to be happy. That's all you need to do today. Thanks for listening and join us next week on Stop Raising Einstein. Thanks for listening to Stop Raising Einstein with your host, Tara Kennedy Klein. Make these Stop Raising Einstein principles your own. Love unconditionally, give freely, laugh openly, learn daily, grow immensely. And of course, listen to 